Hi, everybody. Welcome to Common Ground. I'm Leanna. I'm Mirage. And I'm Sydney. Today, we are going to talk about how to feel. <laughs> uh, we spoke about, you know, the three of us and what's coming up, and it's maybe feelings of rage and anger, and we're all kind of feeling the feels right now. Um, but are we feeling them fully? <laughs> that is what we are going to dive in today, is how to um, really feel, how we move through them. What's important to note is emotions communicate to us what's important to us. They drive us, they connect us to each other if we let them. So they're here to show us something. And I know some of the work of my life, this hits really close to home, is how to build a better relationship to understand them and um, identify them. So that's what we're going to dive into today. Um, I think sometimes language fails us when it comes to emotions. I actually teach to this often in meditation. Um, words don't always accurately describe emotions. Mm -hmm. We have a very limited vocabulary with the things that we have the capacity to feel. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you know, so a lot of times we'll be like, oh, we're feeling something and it's, I'm angry. Whenever it can be more nuanced than that, you can maybe be resentful or annoyed or envious or feel rage. So those are all kind of forms of angry. But as we um, get into this practice of identifying our emotions, there are so many different layers we can explore beyond the limited vocabulary we were given. So I kind of wanted to share that as well. Um, there's actually an emotion wheel that is super helpful about this that shows all of the different um, like emotion, like the inner part of the wheel is starts with the most basic vocabulary we're kind of taught, angry, sad, happy. <laughs> and then as the wheel goes out, it has more words, more expressions of that base emotion. So I'll share that with an in spirit for you all to see. Um, another thing that's important to remember is Yes, feelings are here to tell us something, to give us a message. It does not mean they are facts. So one of my teachers always says, feelings aren't facts. They're here to present something, and then it's how we work with the feeling and integrate it and learn how to, um, you know, let it sink not be repressed, but move through us um, in a way that's healthy. So this entire practice, when we learn how to feel, is learning how not to buy into or bypass what you feel. <laughs> so we're not taking it as Bible, and this is I'm angry, and this is me all the time, and I'm an angry person. <laughs> Yet um, not completely bypassing it and not feeling anything at all. And then it just kind of gets repressed and then kind of does present itself in a way that can be unhealthy. Mm -hmm. um, so like I said, feelings are meant to share their message and then leave the body. So it's said that this usually happens in about 90 seconds. And this is according to a Harvard trained scientist, um, so basically anything beyond that 90 seconds is you reacting to it with your thoughts. 
which is fascinating, right? How many of us can hold on to an emotion for a lot longer than 90 seconds? <laughs> I know I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the thing to remember here is once the emotion has served its purpose and you've felt it and it gives you the message, you can choose to set aside your thinking about it and let it go, mm. which is so interesting. And um, I, I teach to this all like many times. So I'll just share it quickly here. In Buddhism, there is a teaching called the second arrow of suffering, where they understand that the first arrow is the suffering itself. And it happens. The first arrow is sufferings in the world. The second arrow is the layer of thought and story that you put onto the first arrow. And the second arrow is always optional. <laughs> so this um, kind of goes with that study that I just shared. So like maybe the first arrow is the 90 seconds. The second arrow is all the other stories and layers that you add on that are likely unnecessary. Mm -hmm. right? So interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pass this on to Leanna for some ways for us to learn how to more feel, feel into feelings. Oh, yeah. wait, one more thing. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I wanted to add one more thing. So the other thing we can do when it comes to feelings that isn't often thought about is look for your feelings about feelings. Mm -hmm. These are called meta emotions. So there's a huge disconnect in us from reality when we get caught up in our feelings about a feeling. So an example of this is when we get mad that we're sad, <laughs> right? So then you have this whole other, maybe even third arrow <laughs> of suffering of the feeling about a feeling rather than just sitting in your truth and feeling into the emotion that is trying to helpfully give you a message. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. Now. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's actually the perfect transition. This whole topic is just as you said, Sydney, it's hard to find words for, for me personally to sometimes speak on it and to, uh, I, I, I see it as a big part of my life practice is um, dealing with anger, working with anger, being um, present with anger. So it was a great transition because I do notice in myself personally, how I get caught up in those meta emotions, how I'm, I'm always observing my feelings and I resort to um, just kind of crumbling in a way and, and just letting that take me over of like feeling guilty or like feeling bad about the way I feel instead of just letting it happen. So it's a great transition. Um, and this is really helpful for me. This is all, um, you know, we do these talks, I think, for others, but we do it for ourselves. We say it all the time, like we're, we're constantly like discovering um, questions that we have and and we're curious about. So this is all um, great and new to me as well, which I'm, I'm very thankful for. <laughs> yeah. So noticing emotion in your body, specifically we're focusing on that anger and that rage, uh, but there's other ways to feel emotions. You know, we're not just always in that anger or rage state. Um, but again, that's just something that's been coming up frequently, even, you know, 
prior to the pandemic, during the pandemic, um, right now with other current events going on. Um, so basically you sit with what is, you notice where you're feeling and what you're feeling in your body. So when you're angry, some things you might notice is that you're uncomfortable or you have a churning feeling in your stomach, there's tightness in your chest, you have an increased and rapid heartbeat, your legs go weak, your muscles are tense, you feel overall your body temperature is warm, you're hot, you're boiling in a way, you have an urge to go um, release that in any way. I know whenever I get nervous or anxious or have fear, um, it happens in my bowels a lot. So I'm sure that happens to a lot of us too. It's this urge to like release and to let go. Um, and you also have sweating. Um, you have tenseness in your head. You are shaking or trembling. You feel dizzy. You feel this urge to like tense everything in your body. So you might grind your teeth. So that's a very like physical, tangible things that we all notice when that feeling of anger comes over. And there might be more. You might have your own that maybe I didn't let you can share whatever comes up for you um, with us. On your mind, the effects of anger are this tenseness, nervousness, unable to relax. You feel guilty. Um, that kind of meta emotion comes in where you feel resentful towards your feelings of how you're feeling. Um, and then also you feel resentful towards other people, or situations, you're easily irritated, you're overwhelmed. Um, you feel like you can't control yourself. You feel um, like this, this sense of being humiliated. You feel this sensation coming all through you and over you. Um, and like nothing can calm you down. Like you just want to like let it out and release it. Um, and there's different ways to do it. There's, you know, ways we do it. And it happens to all of us because we're human. We're, there's ways we do it in the moment that maybe aren't seen as like the most healthy of ways, but it just happens because that's how anger works. We can't, um, we can't always control it whenever it comes through. Um, but we, uh, we can also have healthy ways of releasing too. So there's there's different, um, once we feel these effects, there's different um, things that might come through. There's inward aggression, there's outward aggression, um, and then there's passive aggressiveness. So um, we, we tap into those moments. We might feel them all at once. We might feel just one or just the other. I could just talking about all of this. I'm like, wow, I just know, I know this sensation. I know this feeling. Um, and as I've gotten older, I, I think when I was younger, I was always trying to repress it because I always thought it was a bad thing. I don't want to do this. I don't want to experience this. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've learned to identify when those feelings come through. And I just like, feel pissed off. And like, I just want to, I just want to like rage. Like that is my mindset. Like, I just want to like destroy things, which like, I don't know what I want to destroy. I just want to like, just do something to like, let that aggression out of my body. Um, and those aren't always the healthy, healthiest of ways. <laughs> there's other ways that we will go over um, to, to let that aggression out, but there's different ways it comes through. So just notice, does it, do you direct it back to yourself? Do you direct it to other people? Do you direct it um, in a way that you think 
that you're not angry, but you really are in that passive aggressive state. And so we, we are reminded that um, we're often made to feel um, that we're the problem when anger arises and that we need to control our anger. Um, but we're, we're really just trying to address what's coming up and how we're feeling. So don't, don't think that you're the problem or that this is something you need to mute or change about yourself. It's something you're experiencing, something humans experience. It's, it's what we go through. Um, and that society is a big, has a big role to play in how we express our emotions and this need to behave in a certain way that it's not proper or okay to let that out um, because a lot of other people are uncomfortable with it. Um, and I know, you know, I've been in situations where I'm uncomfortable with other people's anger, um, but it's, again, it's human and we're all here to help one another and, and be in community and help each other through to our best ability. So we're really trying to fully experience the moment instead of pushing it away or thinking that we don't feel the way we feel. Another key point um, before I pass it over to Mirage is this place of um, recognizing when it's misplaced anger. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that we you know, might develop as time goes on. Um, and noticing you know, if you, do truly need to be angry in this moment or you know can you simmer down a bit and can you really recognize where that anger is coming from and maybe direct it in a different direction i think to build on that a little bit is this place anger can be very damaging because a lot of times we can take out things on the people closest to us <laughs> right when we're actually angry about something completely different. Mm -hmm. um, one of my teachers says, it's like, you are angry at the leaf on the tree instead of being angry at the person who's cutting down the tree. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so it's, that's why it's really helpful to feel the emotion through before taking it out on something. Um, and a practice came up that I just remembered was just like, we already talked about identifying the emotion and then you notice the emotion in your body, like what Leanna spoke to. And then the, another layer onto that is like, listen to it like a friend. What mm -hmm. is this emotion trying to tell me? Like, what is this, a mess, this message right now? And listen like a friend is really important because this is not from a place of being judgmental. It's of like, okay, this is here for a reason. What are you trying to tell me? Take that 90 seconds. No, I'm just kidding. To really <laughs> right. And then it is more easily, you are more able to then let that move through instead of repress it whenever you're like, okay, I hear you. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. uh, so um you heard the fairy tale version you take your 90 seconds and then you're totally fine <laughs> but let's come back into the real world <laughs> and uh, be honest with yourself i think that's so like of course what we're saying is after practice right you don't just overnight sit with your anger listen to it like a friend and identify that like 
it's me that's angry. That doesn't happen overnight. If it does for you, that's absolutely wonderful. But we can understand as human beings that this is anger is something that we experience when we're probably one years old is that emotion can set into you, right? From the youngest, youngest age that you could probably think of when you first experience anger would surprise most people. And so, you know, someone cuts you off, the first arrow hits, and now you're sitting in the second arrow and you're wondering like, how can I move past it? It's much easier said than done to sit with your anger. I think that's something that makes people so uncomfortable. So I just want to share like a few practices that, you know, you can do to maybe ground and ask yourself these questions that Leanne and Sydney were suggesting, because it might come up easier for you then. You might find that even if there isn't an answer, your body's coming back to regulated, your mind is maybe coming back into a place where you can, you know, actually say to yourself like, okay, what, what really was all this about? <clears throat> um, so a few standing poses that I just think are helpful is taking your shoes off. If you have the opportunity, taking your socks off and grounding down into the earth. Like if you were in a place where you can ground into earth, um, that is going to just help your body come back to that equilibrium. Like there's nothing better, I think, than putting your toes in like the grass and in the dirt, but you could even honestly just set your feet down on a yoga mat on your carpet. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be anything fancy rerouting yourself and just having a few breaths there in that standing pose, that mountain pose is going to alleviate some of that anxiety that might be stemming from the anger. Um, another pose that I would come into is surprising, but I would say because it's a balance pose, tree pose. And that right there is going to kind of focus your mind. So you're going to drive your attention to this one singular thing, which is being in this balancing pose, which can weather you from side to side, but you're maintaining that focus on, okay, staying upright, keeping your chest open, and then drawing your foot to your ankle, your shin, or your inner thigh. Like that sensation of finding stability will, again, bring everything down. Mm -hmm. um, and then coming down onto yourself, I would say, Balasana, child's pose, bringing your belly towards the tops of your thighs in this kneeling position, and then just letting your arms relax, maybe by your side or holding yourself. So I like to take like a cross over my chest and then bring my chest down onto the tops of my thighs, holding yourself. Sometimes when you're so angry, I want you to put your, like, just close your eyes and think about like when you're angry and someone else touches you, <laughs> They're like, that's the last thing I want. But it's that self-soothing that we learn as children, like holding yourself, letting yourself cry, letting yourself breathe heavy is going to bring you back into your body, back into your mind. And lastly, I'll share for poses is a really nice, just weighted Shavasana. So like laying on your back, um, if you're comfortable with that and just propping yourself up, taking a pillow, a bolster underneath the knees, taking a nice heavy blanket if you have one and placing it on top of yourself. If you're comfortable, bring an eye mask over your eyes, kind of shutting down your senses. And that weight allows your body to decompress and really go into itself. So again, you're feeling the anger, you're noticing the anger, and you're now like, well, if I sit with it, I don't have that capacity just yet to meditate on it. 
but what can I do that's a physical action, right? So we see like people running or lifting weights when they're, you know, going through it because that is just their body exerting that energy. This is a way to come down and maybe be just a little bit more softer with yourself. Um, and then some breath work that I think is just like before I even did any pose, I would hit breath work in my opinion, just because I think it's the easiest thing that we can come to if you're in a place where, you know, you're not going to like break out tree pose. <laughs> so coming into like a nice cooling breath. So noticing as you inhale through your nostrils, just open your mouth and exhale and maybe even let your tongue fall out. That's going to let that heat, that anxiety that's building in your body out. So you breathe in and then open your mouth, drop your tongue out and exhale, let it go. Do that for 10 to 15 breaths and just, you know, kind of notice what's coming out of you, how you're feeling, where you're feeling regulated. You might notice that there is actually heat coming out of your body. Um, and then counting your breath. I think this one is so simple and one that we can use for a ton of different situations, but especially, um, as someone who works with kids, it's something that I share all the time is like, let's just count to five and start really simple. So you're breathing in. And then as you exhale, it's five, four, three, two, one. You do that for as many rounds as you need to. And you can come to that state of post 90 second, <laughs> second arrow. What really is this feeling? Because I know, again, that it's not going to happen in an instant, but practices like what we're saying are going to start to build and create habit inside of you when emotions like this arise. I also just want to add a little funny thing that I saw on the internet. Um, there's these like rage places opening and Leanna, it was making me think of what you were saying, um, where you are like in, in a hazard suit and you have like a sledgehammer and you could just walk around these places and like beat the shit out of stuff. That's like not like not humans, like <laughs> walls and like, you know, just like really destroy a place. And I think when you're confined to Leanna's point, like people are so uncomfortable with witnessing anger and expressing anger that we do suppress it and then it feels awkward when you let it go so to open up a place like this where people you know can let out sadness anxiety and anger in just that physical way mm -hmm. i've never done it but i'm not against it listen <laughs> i feel like that is what we need in these times <laughs> yeah how did i not think of that right. okay so yes to a good point, express it, don't repress it. If you have a pillow and you don't have one of those places in your hometown, <laughs> the pillow, no. Yeah, yeah. Scream into it. Um, yes. I've heard of people going out into the forest too and just like screaming. Screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting when you're not used to, like you said, Mirage, when you're not used to expressing that, you feel almost like you feel like silly doing it because nobody's ever seen that side of you. So you're like, this is embarrassing yeah. and I don't know how to do it, but I feel it like I know it. I feel it when I'm by myself, but it's like hard. It's sometimes it's hard to show that around other people. And that's the meta emotions that we're yeah. talking about. Right. Right. A game about anger. Yeah. And have you ever noticed, like, if you have, like, a really, really, like, if you're angry, 
And then maybe you start to cry because you're so filled with anger that you're crying. But it's like, are you crying because of the anger or are you crying because there is so much building up inside of you? Your body is telling you like, let's just cry, right? I think for me, crying is so interesting because it's the one thing that we do when we're happy and we're sad and we're angry, right? So it's like, your body's overflowing. (laughs) It's like, yeah, thank goodness for crying. Oh, right. And so <laughs> notice like maybe just a good ass cry is yeah. what you want. You know, there is opportunity for a lesson if you let there be one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is to say too, um, just to flip the entire conversation, we focus on anger <laughs> because that's what was coming up for us. Right. A lot of people shut themselves off from good emotions, good in parentheses or whatever these things are. (laughs) Right. I mean, there's a lot of disconnect on allowing yourself to feel content. So I don't want us to only think that this applies to suppressing negative emotions. A lot of people suppress positive ones as well. Right. It goes both sides. Mm -hmm. And so what we're aiming to share here is how to feel your whole fucking human range. Mm -hmm. To be a full expression of a human right now in a time where (laughs) it might be tempting to suppress it because it's crazy, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) So really though, we should have an in spirit rage outing at some yeah. point. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am already like trying to look up where this is in at least in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think there is one. All right. We're gonna plan our rage outing in spirit in person event. We're gonna <sighs> things. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that. We know. Well, as always, if anything comes up for you when you listen to these discussions, feel free to email us, message us on social anytime. Um, we're here for you. And also within our in spirit community, our platform, we share these practices to um, yoga, breath, meditation. We're here for you. Um, yeah. Thanks for chatting, guys. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. You've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for tuning in to these real-life, unedited conversations. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. If you did, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with others who might also be interested. In Spirit isn't just a podcast. We're a virtual yoga community for the seekers. Join us for seven days free to enhance the well-being of your world. Subscribe to our podcast to never miss an episode, and we'll be with you in spirit.